Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is November 9th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. You know, back home. Uh, excited to uh, excited to talk golf here. No delay, maybe this time. We're not going to discuss, you know, poultry. Uh, we're going to avoid that at all <laughs> costs. I, I would. I still. We still need to go back to that again. We're, we're not going to do it right an, now. We don't want just to talk absurd. about that. Against all odds, it was somehow in the news, like you know, front page internet news that rotisserie chicken. So we don't need to go down that path again. But no delay. It seems like so far. Knock on wood. You're back home in the shed. You know, half back in the, the shed. shed. So it'll be finished someday. Got the space heater going. You know, it's uh, it's it's chilly these days and. uh yeah, you know, right? You know, right for That's the like Houston Open. Al- that should make you more alert. It'll produce better con- uh, podcasts. You know how like Letterman always wanted his like studio to be like frigid. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think like you know, occasionally taking a cold shower kind of snaps you some life into you. That'll be good. You'll be on your toes if if you're kind of riding it out and with just nothing but a space heater and a shed all winter. And I, I know Central California doesn't get extreme extreme winters. Um, but yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. Just wait till I finish this insulation. Then, uh, then it'll be a different For next story. winter. Yeah, because that's not coming around. I will. We'll, we should do a progress report. I'll do a screenshot maybe <laughs> once at the start of each month to see if <laughs> the insulation is creeping over across like the next to the next joist and the next beam. We'll see. Um, all right, let's get to it. Let's do our. Sh- oh, do you want to note maybe a potential oh, yeah. little hijinks gimmick? Little just add a little off season flavor here. Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, Ryan Rosillo. This is a uh, this is a, this is a ripoff. Um, full full disclosure. I, I but Ryan Rosillo, great great podcaster. Um, really talented. I have to say the, the like variety. Really buttering him up here before. Well, we rip the variety off, he's able to. I I marvel at the variety. The ability to go from monologue to interview to like talk show is uh, in, in one episode is pretty pretty impressive but anyways he does a segment called life advice people email him and uh him and kyle and saruti uh talk talk through these emails um thought to adapt that for for us is uh golf advice sure everybody's got burning things that are irritating them you know i assume this is a pretty liberal wide oh yeah of what it constitutes it's you know seeking golf advice right i mean it's it's not we're not looking you're not looking for swing tips i assume but you could if you wanted to but it's like a lot of anything tangentially related to golf or directly related to golf is that what you're suggesting oh yeah not i mean you can ask us for swing tips but i don't think that's a great (laughs) great thing you know we just uh you can email us in you know your questions your situations your predicaments at, at your course at your club 
you know, things that your playing partners, your, me, your buddies are doing that that are irritating you? You know, what should you do? How should you approach that? I'm not saying that we're going to have necessarily great advice, but we'll talk through it. Talk maybe about what we're what we would suggest we do, and uh, and you know that that's the segment. We'll maybe the, start doing it once a week, and yeah, and, we'll uh, try it maybe for Friday. If anyone emails, so what's the, the email? Is SGS SGS Golf Advice at Gmail dot com. SGS Golf Advice at Gmail dot com. Send a joke. Send a predicament. Send a send a tip. Send something that's maybe worked for you, and we'll debate and discuss if it's crazy or you're an outlier. You know, anything, anything. So um, yeah, I, and it I could will be completely uh, you know uh, anonymous. You know, we we'll, we'll hide your okay, identity. If you want it to be, if you want yeah. it to be, yeah. I, I will say honestly, this just provoked a, a thought of mine. One, like, of course it. it could yield some amusing discussion amongst the two of us but like one thing i was talking to a guy at the fields about uh, our event last weekend i think pat it was um notre dame guy so we were you know giving each other you know shit but and, and i've seen spencer hall write about this at you know every day should be saturday or, or channel six newsletter like podcasting creates a completely different and unique relationship with um audience friends whatever whoever you want to call on the other end of it and pat was talking to me about this and it's kind of you know it's not the first time i've heard it like it is it's a little more communal a little more personal like the person who reads your writing on the other end that's not really like it's pretty passive consumption whereas i I don't know and, and listening is too but there is a unique relationship that you can have with sort of an uh of an audio medium and an audio audience and maybe this is a way to kind of build that bring other characters into it i i don't know this is i'm thinking on the fly here after my conversation with pat at the fields it was not the first time i'd heard that it's completely unique to being on tv and whoever's watching it's a much less more impersonal there reading much more impersonal and, and i think podcast audience there, there can be a more communal and personal sort of aspect to it maybe we'll we'll get at that with sgsgolfadvice at gmail.com all right Let's do it for Friday. Send some good stuff. We'll, we'll try it for Friday. Uh, let's do schedule for the week. It's a pretty, pretty busy week in that there are it golf events bustling. happening. There are golf events happening. We have sort of the Wyndham effect on the women's tour, where it's like the people chasing their cards at the last second. Uh, you have the Schwab Cup title for the whole kit and caboodle on the senior circuit out in Phoenix. Uh, and you have a Houston Open. Uh, oh, and also Gary Player, Sun City, down at the Ned Bank. So a pretty full schedule. Let's start with, uh, I got the Golf Channel release here, the Cadence Bank. Cadence Bank, just an absolute revolving door of title sponsors at this Houston Open ever since Shell got out of it. Um, so this is the Cadence Bank. I've never heard of them before. I'm not familiar with it. Presumably a, a financial institution in the Southwest. The Houston Open, this, this would be- a- Is this Houston in the Southwest? Um, all right, we're going to get into a big geography talk here. I don't know that it is, but I assume Cadence Bank has tentacles that stretch at, at least parts of Texas and into the Southwest. I could be wrong. This returns to Memorial Park. Uh, the Tom Doak renovated. Is that the word that we use for this one? Renovated? Yeah, okay. definitely renovation. Yeah, uh, it it's uh, the third edition of, of third time the Houston Open's been at this venue. It is an actual municipal golf course in the city. Uh, Houston kind of has a sort of liberal, it's a sprawling different deal there. And there's no zoning. It's, it's just, but it is pretty 
pretty urban, pretty much in the city. Um, uh, we've got a good field. Scotty Scheffler's there. Sam Burns is there. Hideki's there. Jason Day got a notable um, feature groups. Let me, uh, Rose, Finau, Woodland, Burns. I think I've said Burns already. Woodland makes a notable feature. feature. How about uh, that? Name. Uh, and then p- this is ESPN Plus, one of the rare sort of fall drop-ins. You know, they've been sort of MIA. We didn't get them at CJ Plaque in, in South Carolina. They've been br- um, busy breaking nuggets, you know, breaking news nuggets about about the golf free agency. Talor Gooch going to Niblix. Hey, I saw Live dot Live a Golf like media promoted like Niblix year in review right up. Like who who asked for that? Like who wants to read about the Niblix year in review? They got to feed the content beast at LiveGolf.com or whatever it is. But that came out across my desk today. That, I got to think, like, nobody's clicking through the Niblix year interview. Um, well, so- it, it was a tumultuous year. Lots of lots of rotating door of players, you know. That is true. <laughs> I don't even know who's on the team. It's like, yeah, one of those NBA rosters, just like just a revolving door of guys, just bodies trying to fill out, fill out, try new tanking. lineups, try new. Yeah, been tanking. Yeah. It's like they didn't perform to the captain's expectations. It's like God, I'm not reading this. All right, Pyatt Pi- Pi- really didn't work out for him. You know, they they bet on a young guy, and you know, hey, we kind of popped Michigan State last week, and then they kind of popped back on the weekend. Remember, it's been a disastrous year for Michigan State, and then yeah, we should have we kind of baited ourselves into that one. Illinois catching a wrong wrong day, but it was it was. It was quintessential Illinois football last week. It was just, it was just poetic almost in a way. Well, they got to win the West. I have to see this Illinois versus Ohio State or Michigan game in Indianapolis. I assume it's Indianapolis. They got to win this week. It's Senior Day. They got Purdue. They're going to be pissed off. Senior Day. What does that even mean anymore? Senior Day. Then they're going to go up to Michigan, get stomped. And then they'll <laughs> yeah. probably lose to Northwestern to close out the year and lose the Big Ten West to, like, Wisconsin. Burt in the wind with the wind inflating the, the windbreaker to even, you know, puffier <laughs> levels than it already is. It's just an incredible sight on Saturday. All right, we're bouncing everywhere. ESPN Plus featured groups is back. Scheffler Burns, Taylor Montgomery, currently number nine in the FedEx Cup standings. Three top ten finishes. Is he the new Monty? No, that's that's disrespectful. That's sacrilegious. There's only one Monty. What's his nickname going to be? He's going to go by Monty, right? I don't know. The Taylor with the Y, but I I don't know. He's not Monty. There's only one Monty. That, that can't. That's that's sort of blasphemy. Um, so Scheffler Burns, Monty Gummer. He might he might win Monty. more more PGA Tour events oh, than yeah. Monty. You that know, and that's all that matters. Via PGAtour.com. He won't win the Order of Merit, though, however many times Monty, the real Monty, won it. Other feature groups. He could win Race to Dubai. He just has to win one of those WGCs. And- I was waiting for you to you know, j- jump in that. Have a top five at a major and win a WGC, and you're you're on your way. Uh, Hideki, Jason Day, Bassi Munoz, another feature group. Harris English, Sepp Straka, and Russell Henley, a feature the group. Georgia, is that on the like Georgia SEC boys. Network? Or what are we doing with that? Why is that? I mean, that's a little bit much. I, I know there's a lot of enthusiasm around Georgia golf, but it feels like we're going overboard with that. Uh, the septic tank, Russ and Harris. Uh, and then Finau, Jolie D, and Mackenzie Hughes is your last featured group on ESPN+. 
Uh, this will be on Golf Channel from one to four, all four days. So wrapping up for Eastern on Sunday, right as you know the witching hour in the NFL. So a lot of people, I'm sure, will be tuned into Golf Channel to see that conclusion at four o'clock. This, this will a- be a good event. I don't disagree, but finishing this is a really fun Eastern, golf course. I know. I'm not. I'm not saying this is a really fun golf course to watch. It. It. Um. You know, you have that short par four down the stretch that guys hit like pitching wedge wedge into. Yeah. Some guys go for it. You know, if you hit it in the wrong spot, you like can't keep it on the green. It's. Uh. It's. It is a. You know, Garrett wrote about Mayakoba last week and how it's like a different golf course. Um you know different skill set this is a golf course that like really allows a wide range of players to thrive um which i think is really cool it really places it gets really tricky around the greens and the bermuda rough um you know when it's firm the green really messes with players i think that's the you know the short bermuda rough that's super unpredictable is a uh is a really tough thing to play uh so it is. Uh, I'm excited to watch this uh, this week. I tune in every once in a while. I took a week off last week. Was not locked into the Mayakoba. We'll be back. Um, you know, toggling between Justin Fields and and this uh, on on Sunday. I was uh, I was reading about Bermuda Rough this morning. LACC is going to be the first U.S. Open with Bermuda Rough. I think in like. 17 years or something 20 years 2005 interesting i mean we'll talk about that i'm sure in june but just while you were talking about bermuda rough i don't know why i'm reading about that in november but that could be interesting at the national championship claiming it's going to be wide claiming it's gonna be wide off the tee this is all debate we'll have in june um houston it's not been a birdie fest though while we're on the subject like it's not one where you know first one to 22 under wins and i think that's a lot of the around the green stuff you're talking about it's not just like you have to actually, you know, knuckle up. Got to be in the right spot. It's yeah. it's tough. So yeah. it'll uh, it'll be fun to watch this this week. Uh, on the women's tour, on the LPGA, we have the Pelican Women's Championship, home of the Blueberry Boys, home of the match six or seven, whatever it is uh, we tweeted about last week. Uh, it's the final event of the LPGA Tour regular season before you get to the CME Globe next week. At, I think that's still at Tiburon. I could be wrong. By the way, we're informed while we're talking about Tiburon, Mayakoba is going to be a live course. Right after Garrett wrote about how he didn't mind, it's not a good architectural course, but he didn't mind that it brought out different games. It does seem like Mayakoba is going to sign on as a live course, which makes I sense. I got a question. The shark connection. And does the PJ Tour, Mayakoba is going to go to some other. Mexican does the resort. tour ban courses that go to live? <laughs> Well, they haven't so far. I mean, is there one out there? Like Doral, I guess, has been a you know a past venue, but none of the others. Pumpkin Ridge. What do, you know? This I don't think this would ever happen. Uh, you know, this is this is just speculation, just for fun of it, just for the hypothetical. If Riviera hosted a live event, what the, what would the tour do? That's that's interesting. Or like Kapalua, you know, like, you know, what if one of its premier events, venues outside the TPC network hosts it, a live event? I don't what do they, they could, do? I think they could put their thumb on the scale of Kapalua. I don't think they could with Riviera. Right. Riviera is like one of the few that could kind of be like, we're going to do it. If you would like to still come here, you can. Whereas I think the tour could sort of put their weight on most others. 
I don't think Riv would do it. I no, mean, yeah, right, you know, right, they're talking right. about major championships and you know the Olympics and and you know uh, the top tour non non you know I think the top PGA tour event even players involved. You think there's going to be a lot of signage at Kokrak up this week? This might be the first event we've had with the defending champ that the banner was taken down out of the rafters, vacated, uh, as you put it on Sunday. I, I think, or maybe there's cancer in, in Memphis, but, but I think it's the you, first one. You walk in and it's got like all the past champions. It just stops at 2020. <laughs> yeah, Kokrick no longer exists. We won't get that, you know, historic photo of him in orbit, right? The the Astros mascot last year uh, up on the on the signage all around uh, Memorial Park. Uh, the, okay, so you got the Pelican Women's Championship. Uh, Nelly Corda, Lydia Ko. I feel Jennifer- like Kokrak and uh, and and Deshaun would be buddies. Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Stevenson, yeah, Deshaun who are you Watson. To? Okay, you know both Cleveland Cleveland boys. You know both <laughs> both into golf, both evaluating clubs in Cleveland area. Yeah, who knows? I mean, I. Could be two, golf buddies. Two peas in a pot, I suppose. Yeah, they could be. I, that When's would be, Deshaun coming back? I Isn't it like the first week in December? Week 11? Whenever they play. It's like December 4th, somewhere around there. So we got like three or four more weeks, allegedly. Is he ramping up? I don't know. I, I've tried to avoid that beat. I kind of honestly haven't kept up. I did see the GM said, oh, yes, he's starting as soon as he's back. Just want to get his that. Getting his body ready with lots of work on it? I don't... I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I, it's, it's not a great situation. You keep trying to put me in to have to answer for it, like because I'm loosely related as a Browns fan, as if I had any say in, in this Deshaun Watson dalliance. Um, Nelly At least you Korda, got the Cavs. Lydia Ko, I do have the Cavs. I'm pissed about how I'd stayed up West Coast time to watch the end of that Clippers game. They had a 98.9% chance of winning. They lost. The Clippers scored 15 points in a row. Uh, they just went to sleep. But yeah, they're very good. Cavs are good. Notable players uh, at the uh, Pelican Championship. Nelly Corda, Lydia Ko, Jennifer Cupshow, Brooke Henderson, Heejin Choi, Lexi, and Jiu Lin. So this is like, you know, a lot of the Americans did not go to the Asian swing. They didn't play the Japan Classic. They didn't play the BMW in Korea. So this is the first big event we've had in a while where there's kind of some of the American players are, are back in the fold. Jessica Corda is done for the year with a back injury. You have... You have to get in the top 100 in the standings to get your card for next year, and you have to get in the top 60 to play the no-cut, uh, pretty significant cash event next week, the CME Finals. Uh, there's some pretty big names on the outside of that 60, at least. Patty Tavitanikit, Aria Jutanagarn, um, Stacey Lewis is kind of a different deal, but I saw her on a list for one of those. But yeah, Tavitanikit's kind of been a pretty significant regression this year you know we saw her cry after making a cut scottish ladies scottish um so yeah you do have that sort of game within the game this week at the blueberry farm in uh tampa are you do you like that venue do you do you you don't know anything no, about I, it? i'm not really a big fan of it i, I don't like it well oh, i don't like public... the idea of uh of public golf courses getting turned um it's a billionaire private playground. to a billionaire pr- playground in a shady very super shady fashion as it did there and then we went through it we then, read the article right on the, on the air one yeah. one of those two years ago doyle the doyle family and then to make matters take a uh take a 
old Donald Ross design <laughs> and turn it into a, uh, you know, I haven't been on the ground, so I, I don't. But from from what I've seen, a, a fairly lackluster uh, design from Bo Welling. You know, I, I don't, you know, I don't, I, I will hold back on, you know, but from, I, it has not inspired me at all from, from the golf that I've watched on it. Um, so, you know, with that in mind, you know, I, uh, I don't really like this venue. I do not, you know, we'll see it for the match seven in two weeks too, or whatever, I, three weeks. I, you know, a lot of people will say, Hey, Oh, like private courses, like, Oh, like, you know, like, why, you know, when we post something on Instagram or something, why are you covering private courses from the fried egg standpoint? And it's like, well, like we, we cover golf architecture, right? You know, um, and, you know, if I covered building architecture, I wouldn't not show houses that were owned by individuals, you know, I wouldn't yeah. not, you know, so if it's like a the idea, piece of work, I mean, exactly. So, but like to me, <laughs> what's more reprehensible than than the private golf culture? Maybe the most reprehensible thing is when a, a accessible, word. affordable, and like very good public golf course shadily passes hands to a billionaire who's doing it as a ploy to join Augusta National. Fred Ridley's a member at. He's a blueberry as well. Uh, yeah, he, right. He's he's in the fold wearing the blue jacket down there. So. so you know whether that makes me persona non grata at the at the Blueberry Club <laughs> forever. I don't really care, but it's it's a it's a shame because you know Tampa lost a very very good public golf course that could you know ever actually grow the game, and instead now it is a a place where you know. I mean, they're like rich, kind of rich, paying for pub too. Clearly. Oh yeah, with this LPGA and match, I'm, I'm sure they're, you know, it's it's a thirst chase there as well. Uh, I, I don't think they it, went there out of the intrigue and, and fascination with the, the Bel Air Pelican layout. Well, the thing about it too is that the the golf course was very successful. The public golf course. It's yeah. not like this was like a golf course that was hemorrhaging money. Right. That's that's the reprehensibleness about it. Like it, it is, um, you know. In terms of yeah, I I don't need to go on, but yeah, yeah I do not support this golf course at all. <laughs> this, will, um, this will be on Thursday and Friday, ten to one on Golf Channel, and then it is getting just shafted on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Delayed coverage, seven thirty to ten thirty p.m. Eastern time, so they can show the Schwab Cup finale. Um, I just I hate I, this. I hate I this think, for the women. I, mean, I hate it a, for the women playing, but you know what? Karma for Doyle. <laughs> getting a tape delay, getting buried tape delay during Sunday night football and Saturday night college football. I, I, I think it's. Like I, I don't. I don't mean ill will, but I kind of hope it rains during the match too. Oh God. Um. It's bullshit. I mean, this is a this is like a big consequential cutoff event, right? Game within yeah. the game deal. Like we get at Wyndham and to have it on tape delay. Those those dramatic moments bumped to tape delay. I mean, this was one of the better watches last year as Lexi um, did Lexi things, right? That's always must watch. So it's kind of I, there's just enough channels that I think like we could figure out where to put the Schwab Cup and the LPGA on at the same time. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, PGA Tour champions, 
as we noted, the Schwab Cup Championship. This is at Phoenix Country Club in Arizona. Um, Stephen Alker is your leader. Famous the- Maggart place. What did he do? He hold out and gave Anchor Boy Scott McCarron the win. Is that right? I hope that Anchor Boy's uh, bar stool is memorialized in that clubhouse. I think, yeah, where you're sitting in like the men's grill. And they had cameras in the grill watching him watch, you know. Uh, so this is 4 to 6.30 every day, Thursday through Sunday. Hence why you don't get Tampa coverage. And, and I guess the Tampa, it'll be dark in Tampa. So like part of that also has to do with the um, Houston coverage, kind of bumping it as well. Notables. I know you love your champs tour notables. Loner, Padraig Harrington, Miguel Angel Jimenez, Steven Alker, again, four wins, sitting pretty in the Schwab Cup standings. Darren Clark, Jerry Kelly, Thon Chai, Jai D makes your notables. And then last but not least this week, are you going to watch any champs tour come Sunday, like 6.30, and the cup is up for grabs? You got to, I mean, Alker's got to be the guy, right? He's just dominant in the, the points race. I don't think he, he has to finish like last. Like if he breaks his leg on Thursday, then, then he might not win. Like what I, what I need, I need somebody like Justin Ray breaking down all the scenarios for, for champions tour. <laughs> what do we, what do we need for the, for the Alker boys to, to be, to go home disappointed from Phoenix country? Club there are Park. Schwab cup winner scenarios. Posted. Oh, there are? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they look convoluted. I, oh, there's like a table with like 15 rows of what has to happen. Like Harrington's got to win. Uh, I don't know. Harrington's got to push him. It's basically Harrington or Elker is, is what it comes down to. Patty. Um, all right. Last but not least on schedule for the week, we have the DP uh, World Tours Ned Bank Golf Challenge. This is Gary Player Country Club in Sun City, South Africa. Returns for the first time since 2019 after the is last Westie two years. Is playing? Have been canceled. I do not believe so. He has always done well here. Uh, notables are Fleetwood Donald, Bobby Mack, Lucas Herbert, Ryan Fox, and Christian Bezadenhout. Hey, were you talking about my pronunciation of Bezadenhout or something at the fields? I thought I overheard that. and the, Somebody was popping me. For not no. being able to pronounce Bazadenhout. You know, he's a he's a summit guy. And uh Dratty, uh, it's it's, yeah. and uh you know Lee from from Summit, who was there, you I know, thought I overheard Bazadenhout chatter. He was uh yeah, he was saying to me, he goes, Hey man, thank you so much for not popping Seabus at the uh at the President's Cup. I was like, Well, he was getting on for uh, you know unjustly persecuted by by him. by brendan guy yeah, made you the were team. Going that's an incredible him. accomplishment he's you a were consequential going player i just I... and he and he went out and he was undefeated uh, is that true yeah i guess what do you have a tie and a win and a tie one singles yeah beaten singles Something. if they had if they had oh, 12 seabasses they would have won <laughs> oh god get out of here uh, so he's playing the Ned Bank uh, Golf Challenge. Sun City, where there's be animal content. I was scrolling European Tour Twitter. There's talking about dune bugs and things, various animals. Uh, so that'll be going on. So is this the one that's next to the nature preserve? We always get this confused. I don't think so. The zoo? I think, where I think like that's uh, something else. That's another Sun City event, I think. It's, not su- it's like that one. What's this one called? Sun City? Gary Player. That country might be club. Gary Player Country Club. Is it the one that fought, uh, finished both nights conclude with like uh, you know Island Highland Greens? <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know. We've probably talked on the podcast 10 times at this point. We can never remember. That is your coffee overnight cocktail golf, 3.30 in the morning. I feel like that other one's in like Prentice or something. Or like or Joburg or something, maybe? Yeah. I, let's uh, see. Gary Player. This is the, It's not the one with the baboons where they go across and they chase <laughs> Luke Donald that one year. It's deservedly ranked as one of the most prestigious golf courses on the African continent. 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 Um, there's a five uh, a five k uh, running trail along the course, oh. but this is definitely not the nature preserve one. Okay, all right. I don't Something think. Different. Yeah, so maybe yeah. I see buildings content, and stuff, but not as substantial animal. Content. It does have the island greens. This is the Island Greens. Amazing. All right. Let's hit news real quick. Um, KFT, KFTQ School. Can I read a, can I read a, yes, uh, let's a read No, this is a trip advisor. I, I don't know what's in the contents of this, but I saw the headline of it okay. on Google and I'm, I'm intrigued. All right. This, I haven't read this. So okay. this is a, uh, this is a random Cold. golf. This is random trip advisor review. You're going not very impressed. Is the title? No, Karen. Um, the sat, the sat at the vacation club wasn't that bad. Accommodation was decent and clean. However, we had a booking on Saturday morning at eight for the Gary Player Golf Course. Our initial interaction with the guy at the pro shop turned really ugly when one of our players wanted to buy shoes. This guy started screaming and yelling at us kept saying stop persecuting me but what? once that was over what? we went to the course guy just wanted some shoes yeah <laughs> looked great but the greens were slow bunkers were grounded or repair and well the lost city course offered more of a challenge the best thing about the course was was the caddies. They were the friendliest caddies I've ever Always met, the and their and their lines were excellent. Look at that! There's yeah. there's our random trip advisor this golf course caddy review for appreciation. The there you go. Greens are too slow. We need to we need <laughs> the to bunkers. Kind of divest is, ourselves of that mindset. Get rid of this the is greens like are too slow. Perfect, perfect uh, random golf review. You know, the golf yeah. would be such a better place if all greens were too slow and bunkers were just permanently, you know, unraked, unmaintained. Because golf would cost about you know half as much to maintain, probably if if your greens were slower and bunkers were real hazards. Yeah, and you could buy shoes in the clubhouse without being shouted down. Just I would like some some footwear, sir. Um, all right, let's move on to news. KFTQ school is going away. Do you like this? Bo Hogue is your, you know, letter economy on a, you know. there. So the way it's working is there's real Q school. Yes. So and the t- tours, get, there's five tour cards. Yes. We're getting rid of KFT finals, like the three week deal. I saw some quotes from Vince, Vince India. I think it was a Brentley Romine article. Look at that. Who was Vince India was Mr. Q compl- School. Highly compliment. Yeah, I think it said fourth or fifth time he's gotten KFT starts out of this uh, Q School process. So we will go to 30 cards at the conclusion of the KFT season. Those 30. So that's a more robust 
sample size, right? A longer season. This is what Skinny Vinny there, was praising. Just, just for uh, just for the record, for the European Tour, there's 15 cards or 10? For the Challenge Tour? No, yeah, for the European Tour, for PGA Tour. Oh, Oh, like, yeah, on the actual DP World Tour, it's yes. finished on the race to Dubai, top 10 or something, right? I think it's top 15. I'm not positive. It might be top 10. But just, just I just wanted to point out that, that the tour has, has earmarked the Corn Ferry Tour as a better tour, just simply well, based off of the well, number of available well, tour no, cards. No, no. I just, that's not and, a stamp of better. It's a stamp no, of no, just the hierarchy of, like, if, that's an American-based hey, feeder hold on. tour, while the other one's if, sort of it's supposed to be an international tour but now it's kind of a feeder tour That's if, a, just if a i were designation. If, if i were to stop somebody on the street and said you know there there are two ways to qualify for the pga tour and it's on these two different tours one gets 15 spots one gets 30 but what's the better tour a lot of those Euro tour guys might not want to qualify. They want to be on the European tour. We might talk to one soon. A Caesar how, salad enthusiast. Like a lot how of those long guys. Until we call it the Corn Ferry Tour Europe. Corn Ferry Tour Global International. <laughs> Corn Ferry International KFT. Um, so thirty cards go to the regular season winner. I don't. This is not. I don't think it's an apples to apples. The old, that's why one's better than the other. One is like a. a has been a historic stepping stone to the PGA Tour. It's more in the in the. Are you talking about the, uh, the European Tour? <laughs> no, that's recent history. Um, thirty cards at the end of the year, regular season, and then if you don't get those thirty, you have a chance at like old school, old fashioned Q school. Now it seems like a lot of details, and that will give out five cards, so you're going to get like thirty five cards. A lot of details, it sounds like, need to be ironed out about that Q school process. They don't know where it's going to be. The landings at Savannah is done, the one that hosted Q KFT. The size of the field, how you get in, who's going to, like, it sounds like KF KFT guys could get shafted a little bit on getting into this Q school just to have a chance at the five cards. But anyways, whole new system coming back next year. This was the last ever KFT, well, Last ever for now, KFT Q School. For now, never, yeah, yeah, never can say goodbye with with the PGA Tour brass. Fair, fair. It's goodbye for now, not forever. Other news: We'll do a Tiger segment here. Tiger wins the pip per Rory McIlroy interview with Doug Ferguson of the Associated Press. Rory saying he won the pip. Tiger won the pip, and uh, Rory's going to come in second. Not totally surprising. Tiger has tweeted out that he will play the Hero World Challenge. So he will be, we're going Hero World Challenge, we're going Match 7, and then we're going PNC Championship, the father-son. Um, Tiger, Tiger has been season. adamant in the past when he was going through all his back troubles, I'm not going to be a ceremonial golfer. I would suggest the Mickey Mouse match, the Hero World Challenge, and the father-son. I don't think you can put the father-son in that bucket. In what bucket? Ceremonial. What is it? I mean, that's something you're doing with your kid. That doesn't count. It's not a professional golf event. Yeah, but it doesn't count. It's, that doesn't, doesn't, you can't put that, I'm just saying, you can't, 
you can't lump that in with the other two because that's just like, you know, that's like an annual father son tradition, right? Okay. Yeah. Maybe we're, maybe we're, you know, interpreting ceremonial different. Like it's exhibition. Yeah. Like, right? I, I agree. But like, I think that's like completely different than, you know, like, I'm not I'd, giving it necessarily a negative connotation, the word okay. ceremonial. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. I'm just saying, I don't even critique him. He can play whatever he wants. I think he should play. I'm happy he's playing all these events. But it's kind of ceremonial. It's it becoming, is. It is becoming sort of a show showpiece in the silly season. Um, I, I, that doesn't mean he's not going to play majors, too. I, I'll say, like, of all the things I, I, I've been able to go to this year and in recent years, like, Watching him like sort of ascend the back nine towards the clubhouse at the Masters is like a, a with the crowds kind of walking around him uh, to make the cut uh, and then finish on Sunday is like a memory. I will. It's like I think it sticks in my memory more than anything I got to see this year, including in Scotland. Um, so like I am not critiquing Tiger in any way, and he can play whatever the hell he wants to. It's just it is a little bit, um, sort of you know. He's doing the silly season stuff all for good reason. Right. I mean, the match seems to be sort of a business personal investment, maybe for tomorrow or something like that. TGL, the hero is his own deal. And the father son is a really special moment with this, this boy. It's not like he's, it's all for like the motivations are very uh, clear and honest. Um, but it's a lot of golf for a guy who doesn't play a lot of golf anymore. So that's the schedule. <laughs> How silly is the pip? Why? And well, that's the other question. He's winning every year. He should win every year, but he's not a golfer. I mean, he's not a full-time player. And you're supposed to be, I don't know that you're obligated to play the eight events, but you're expected to. And he's not going to play any of that. Maybe Riv. Um, but he's just going to keep cleaning up. It's $100 million for 20 players. What, you want to rip on the pip? You want to... I, I mean, I care much less about Tiger and Rory one two than I want to see. I want to see like who's seven, eight, nine, fifteen. Like I want to see who those people are. Yeah, right? I just, I just think like if you're gonna hand out a bunch of money, at least let us know what's going on. The metrics for it, you mean? The metrics, the like, if you got a hundred million dollar prize fund, effectively, you're handing out a hundred million dollars just for for the record. For reference, not for the record, for reference, that's five players' championships. The richest person golf, right? Right. It's five of them in and PGA Tour golf. Don't need the live bots coming at me. Um, But that's five players' championships, and we don't know what's going on. Like, get your shit together. This is just so PGA Tour. It's so silly. It's another way. Like, I'm not saying that. Like, I would be really int- like super interested in in pip rankings throughout the year but i i'd have some passing interest like it wouldn't be a bad thing to have there like this it's just absolutely absurd that they're handing out 100 million dollars and they're just like not letting anybody know who's getting it and how they're getting it we rely on interviews with players to figure out where people rank like but also wh- like what are you doing like wasn't the big thing last year like 
Phil prematurely tweeting about it in like December twenty yeah. fifth, and now we know all of a sudden in November 9th that's too not too early to call. Like, when is the cutoff? Like, that's, that's this further evidence that supports your point. Like, it's just, what it, it's just like an last awful, we were... awful, like awful execution. And, and I'm not saying there's going to be like huge fan interest in this, but there's some. And like, be transparent. Like the. The whole problem with this tour is the lack of transparency, the, you know, jumbled gobbledygook that we get shoved down our throat every week. And this is maybe the worst, most like, it's just, it's almost insulting. They should project the standings on the side of the global home. Yeah, throughout the year, and there's movements. It'd be like if if the if the NBA or the NFL was like, you know, we'd love to share who sold the most jerseys this year, but we aren't going to. We can't. I mean, you're seeing a trend towards more transparency in all these things. Like, you know, who voted for MVP, Hall of Fame, like a baseball Hall of Fame. I think you down to the not just the number, but like the person and outlet. Like, you gotta, yeah, you are tending to see more transparency for this thing. It's just, it, it's, I don't know. I'm just, I'm sick. Like, it's so dumb. It. I, I, I'm not saying like this would be a huge event, but it is golf news. And like the fact that we don't act, just t- hit us with the, the fact, hit us with the facts as use golf facts would maybe say. Like hit us with like, us with hey, facts. this is, this is where, I mean, this is where this guy ranked higher than this guy this is where this is it, it's somewhat compelling like i'd love to like it gives you a lens into like but like what you make it of, makes uh, me feel like they're trying to hide something like and i i'm not saying they are i just like this type of action in i think this is part of what got the tour in all the problems it's in is like all this like they, this type of behavior of like not telling people anything like being super hush hush not you know just magically finding hundreds of millions of dollars to pour into purses like this is like the stuff that i think like makes a lot of people turned off by the pga tour what'd you make of them not paying off the the second half of bubba's and bryson's well Um, i think they didn't fulfill their publication bryson claims they blocked them from not fulfilling it and saying for bubba but i mean like once you're once you've sort of defected to a different tour, I, I think like they can probably block you from fulfill. Like, you know, we actually are, you aren't going to do that clinic at TPC Sawgrass anymore, Bubba. Like I, I get it. I, I don't think Bubba, I, I don't know if there's, you could see a little bit like that's my money. I earned it uh, or I won it. And also, you know, we're not going to let you, you can't, you didn't fulfill the whole deal to get it all to get the second half and shut the hell up. Stop, you know, filling your diaper about, half a million dollars when you just took a bunch so um i will give you sorry a little trivia to end the, the pod i'll give you like i'll give you a thousand guesses can you tell me on schwab cup can you tell me who won the schwab cup last year and who won the schwab cup championship the, the four-round event at phoenix uh, not jeff Magger. kevin or- sutherland <laughs> no well, this is great. Some names just bubbling up from the recesses of your mind. Uh-huh. You will not get who won the four round event at Phoenix Country Club. I have no clue. While we're on the subject of Coke Crack no longer existing, 
this person no longer might as well exist. Will not be on the signage at Phoenix Country Club. Phil oh. Nicholson made three birdies to win the Schwab Cup champion. That's wild. I do not remember that at all. So probably not a lot of pictures of him up in Bernie Longer. I, I'd love to. I'd love to go spend a spend a weekend at the Champions Tour, just asking Champions Tour guys questions about Phil. Like just getting oh, them to God. just on. They would just unload. They'd open up the magazine. I feel like that. That is like a tremendous content opportunity that somebody needs to go do. Is just go sit on their sit sit in quick quotes and ask everybody about Phil. Like or the range. Over, Don't even request, go to quick quotes. Request yeah. every request everybody <laughs> and ask them all about Phil. Like, can you give it? What do you think about Phil? It just it would just be open season. Yeah, a lot of them have already done their take. I might get on shots. a plane to Phoenix. <laughs> Brett Couples DL three. Everybody's sort of uh, have taken a couple swipes already. But yeah, Phil, defending champ in Phoenix. Not going to see him or Kokrak's imagery on either tour this year, uh, this week. All right, who won the the thing? The whole thing. Bernhard Langer. I oh. think it was because it was like the wraparound extended COVID two years, you know, two years worth of of, of points like KFT stuff. I don't remember that at all. Bernhard Longer winning the Schwab I, Cup. You know, I, I, this is an exciting, uh, exciting week for the Champions Tour. It's really a jumping off point for next year's historic season. 28 events, 66 million in purses, 28 some, events. Some say... I wrote about should, it for the should. newsletter, for God's sakes. I wrote about the Champions Tour Golf for the freaking newsletter th- this morning. Okay, that does it. Uh, send us uh, an email, sgsgolfadvice at gmail.com. Maybe we'll talk about it on Friday. Everyone enjoy your Wednesdays. We'll talk to you then. Thanks.